Welcome to Made in Mari, the podcast that focuses on the successes and struggles of local businesses. Let's get started. I'm your host, G. Welcome. Today, I have with me Nathan Mansfield, who's responsible for two fantastic Facebook pages, Murray Jewel and Nate Portraits. Now, before we get into a little bit more about his work, I'm thinking about how we met. Yeah, because that's kind of a kind of a crazy little story to to introduce people to uh, to both maybe to both me and and you. So yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? It was mm-hmm. two days ago. Two days ago, because because uh, I'm like move fast with everything, move fast, get things done. Um, two days ago, there was a bit of a storm down uh, down down near where the sea is, and uh, took my kids down there because it was exciting, and the waves were crashing against the wall and splashing up into the air, and the, the water, the sea water was raining down on my kids, and they're getting wet, and we're all having this this fun, and uh, the sky. Spins around the corner on his skateboard. It's a skateboard, right? Because it's a big thing. It's like bigger than what I remember skateboards. Yeah, right, right. Comes around the corner on his skateboard, stops and is like, "Hi, how's it going? What you up to?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Wow, the people here are so friendly and cool." <laughs> and um, we got chatting, and um, I discovered that we um, we shared passions uh, for for creation and for art. And um, I, I learned a little bit about uh, Nathan's work, and I want to get the work out to to more people because I checked out what he was doing, and it's fantastic. And so let's start with uh, a little bit of information about the background of um, of yourself. You're not originally from the area, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm not from the area, but may I just go back to that? initial introduction yeah the, yeah let's go back to it yeah absolutely let's let's riff yeah I was highly amused because uh, if I had kids or have kids yeah that would be like one of the fun things we would do <laughs> we go down to where there's a big wall near a harbor and uh, mm-hmm. let the waves come smashing over and mm-hmm. crash on us because mm-hmm. it's exciting yeah I mean I still do that anyway with or without kids oh yeah yeah, there's there's a little bit of the kid inside mm-hmm. uh, everybody, right. and people should connect with that. Definitely, I think. And you're you're not the um you're not you're not the only person to say that actually. Yesterday I was in a shop with uh, uh, meeting some local people, and uh, the just around the corner, and the person said, "Oh, there was this uh, this crazy guy down there with his two kids yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> yesterday and the way the waves are crashing up and it's splashing over his kids and uh, and uh, the person said, "Well, it's kind of cool actually that no, that uh, most people don't go and do that and it was just kind of fun to watch I it." Know, right? Watch so it. sad. Yeah, yeah. These people are like real simple pleasures. Mm-hmm. They get me buzzing. Oh yeah. Big waves, amazing. Jumping in puddles. Oh yeah. <laughs> My um, sister's two-year-old. My mom and sister, uh, they love taking him outdoors when it's raining. He loves it. He'll sit in puddles. He'll, <laughs> he'll be on his belly splashing about. So oh, yeah. There's, a, there's something really positive about that connection with the elements. And it sounds a bit odd for some, like mm-hmm. splashing in a puddle, but no. Yeah. It's amazing. 
It's a different approach that adults and kids have because the adult will walk around the puddle, (laughs) but the the kid will just dive in. Yeah, the the adults usually dragging dragging the kid around to say, "Don't get your feet wet! Don't get your feet wet!" The kid's yeah. like, "No, but I want to! I want to! I want to!" <laughs> and uh, yeah, like my my kids came back completely soaked, and uh, I came back uh, slightly wet as well. And it was crazier yesterday because uh, the waves were higher yesterday, and uh, my son was a little bit annoyed that I took the girls out and I didn't take him out, so I had to take him out yesterday, and within. Within 30 seconds, I was soaking wet. <laughs> I'm like, let's go up to the wall and have a look over. At the moment, I've stuck my head over. <laughs> oh, this big, big wave crashed over, and I, I got it on Facebook Live as mm-hmm. well. I was walking around with my camera, with my camera. I'm like, something's going to happen. I'm sure something's going to happen. <laughs> and uh, it was a nice, nice moment. <laughs> it's a nice moment to show. But then I got worried that. Uh, we were going to get washed away or something. <laughs> something. So I had to drag my son away eventually. He was, he was so, Dad, I want to stay and get wet. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, there's, a, I think there's a connection between the artist and perhaps the child in the person as well. Mm-hmm. In that, in that element of, element of creativity. Yeah, I think you've, you've hit something really special, mm-hmm. which is a massive element to. I'd say living a good life, yeah. one, being creative, mm-hmm. two, staying in touch with your inner child, your Peter Pan, mm-hmm. because that's the the inner child knows mm-hmm. how to enjoy life. It does without having millions of pounds or mm-hmm. you know waiting for extravagant things and material mm-hmm. goods. You know, mm-hmm. jumping in a puddle, yep. letting a wave splash over you. Really simple free yep yep but absolutely amazing oh i I totally agree you can spend um 300 pounds on an xbox or you can go out and walk around in the rain Mm -hmm. yeah and uh or just just enjoy the elements just sit in sit in the sun if it's a nice day Mm um yeah there's a there's something very connected to already the waves the rain yeah I often and regularly go in the sea, mm-hmm. in shorts, no mm-hmm. wetsuit, in the sea here at Lossie or anywhere in Murray or mm-hmm. Scotland. And you know what? I, if it is raining, mm-hmm. I'm even more excited. Because oh, yeah. seeing those raindrops bouncing yeah. on the surface of the water as mm-hmm. you're floating, oh, yeah. it's amazing. All those simple things can be so beautiful. And um, if you're if you're in this part of the world, which is the north of Scotland, you you're going to get exposure to all of those elements that you're not going to get in um, in other in other places. You're going to get the uh, the wind and the rain. You're going to get these wild uh, sunsets. You're going to get all of these all of these things. Uh, around about you in your environment and I think one of the things the artist does is, uh, is is aware of what is happening in the environment and is able to 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 use that to improve the quality of their life and hopefully the quality of the lives of other people as as well how did that start getting like going into the water and and stuff because it's not it's not a thing that the average person does the average person doesn't think right well it's a cold day i'm going to strip down to my shorts and jump in the river or the sea or whatever so how did that begin personally for me it it came from 
probably 10 years ago, there was a guy in my peripheral awareness called mm-hmm. Wim Hof. And Wim mm-hmm. Hof has got lots of ice-related world records, mm-hmm. like being in the Arctic, swimming mm-hmm. under ice for mm-hmm. 100 meters on mm-hmm. one breath, mm-hmm. and climbing Everest in his shorts, mm-hmm. and various others. And he... Climbing Everest in his shorts? Yeah. Wow. And he has... There was some years where scientists were saying, well, you're just a freak of nature. You are an anomaly. What you're doing cannot be repeated. Mm-hmm. But through him, well, his response to that was, I'm not any different. Mm-hmm. I can teach people how to do this. Mm-hmm. Now, the technique that he uses is based on a, a Tibetan technique, meditation technique called Tumo. Okay. T-U-M-M-O. Um, and what they do in Tibet, um, and it's a bit of a, um, a bit of a contest in some respects, is they would go outside on a very cold, wintry day or even night mm-hmm. with a wet woolen blanket and they would generate heat to just to, to basically dry the blanket off. Wow. So using this Tumo technique. So with that in mind, the Wim Hof method yeah. is the origins are from there. But having spent 20 years doing various breathing techniques, it's really similar to Kundalini, mm-hmm. really similar to Tantra, and yeah, it's it's. Uh, but it catalyzes certain elements in the body, certain mm-hmm. biological processes, mm-hmm. which help you to go in the water mm-hmm. to withstand it. Mm-hmm. I've noticed women can handle the cold much better than men. Mm-hmm. But if I don't do these specific oh. breathing techniques, which are really simple, I can't stay in the water as long. I do the breathing technique, I go mm-hmm. in, and it's it primes you. It's like uh-huh. you're not even aware that it's cold. Wow. Your, your core stays warm. Wow. And so, yeah, that is one of the benefits. Winter's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, people are starting to, to worry and like, mm-hmm. oh no, it's, don't like the cold, don't like winter. <laughs> yeah. But for me, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Uh, for one, the cold doesn't bother me too mm-hmm. much. Uh, and two, there's so many bright sunny days in the mm-hmm. winter. Mm-hmm. Dry sunny days also. Yeah. yeah. So this area is absolutely beautiful yeah. in, in the winter and all seasons. I started doing the, uh-huh. the cold water exposure four years ago and mm-hmm. um, inspired by listening to a podcast with Wim Hof. Okay, wow. Um, and it clicked. It was mm-hmm. to do, it just clicked and made sense about like meditation. For him, like the cold water really just brought him into the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets you out of your head, mm-hmm. out of your thoughts, into mm-hmm. your body. Uh-huh. And that's a really important process for mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. to get out of your head. Oh yeah. Especially if the um, the chatter, mm-hmm. the the self talk isn't positive. Oh yeah. So yeah, doing exercise, doing cold water, amazing for getting you into the moment.
Oh wow! Um, what was it like the first time that you you did it? Okay, well the first time was a cold shower. Uh-huh. The only thing I could do was put my hands under it and go. There's no way I'm getting in there. Oh wow! 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 This- and so for the for the next few weeks, it was mm. an absolute battle. Mm-hmm. Me like mm. in the shower going, ah, 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 <laughs> just mm-hmm. absolute. And then, like, say about six months later, mm-hmm. I, I I was looking at my shower, and I turned the dial, and discovered that this fussing and fighting about mm-hmm. it being cold, mm-hmm. it wasn't even on the cold setting. Mm-hmm. Well, so once I turned the dial, that's when I discovered, holy shit, that is actually really cold now. So yeah, I was a bit of a wuss. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Aren't we all though? Yeah, I'd never, I'd never been done this before. But mm-hmm. then I got into doing cold baths and going in the ocean, mm-hmm. and just like fell in love with it. Yeah. And since then, through meeting a friend that does the um, does the Wim Hof method, mm-hmm. we started a little group, and that's also inspired other people to start mm-hmm. their group. And mm-hmm. there's there's a dozen plus or more people going in the sea weekly yeah. now wow. in in Lossie in the Murray area, which and, is totally awesome. And, and and getting back to to nature mm. and getting back to the 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 positive elements of how we used to live. I don't think we want to go back and spend all our time in caves because it's comfortable to live with uh, central heating and <laughs> all the other the modern things that we have around about us. But there's there's definitely some benefit about being in, in touch with uh, the water, uh, the sunlight, uh, the fresh air. Um, and if, um, if, if we look back through history, um, even in the little bits I know about this, this region, there, there used to be these uh, swimming pools at the beach. There used to be these outdoor natural swimming pools. And I know that uh, there were quite a few along the north northeast. And I'm not really aware of any of them that still exist today. But people used to take their whole families down there and they used to swim in the water and they used to be outside. And... And a lot of that's gone now. Which is really sad. It is. To think that that water wasn't heated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just like a, a more safe environment yeah. away yeah. from waves and rocks. And crabs and lobsters and spiky fish. And <laughs> exactly. Um, so there's one named Macduff. Okay. Uh, called Taler. And there's still remnants of like the, the building. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the swimming pools, they have gone... There is still, it's like a modern know, architectural layout which okay. has water in it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a really, I really admire the yeah. the, the, the aesthetic yeah. look of this as it is right now. Oh, yeah. I I think that um, there's uh, there's some little element of of his history that's. Uh, it's been been lost, and you know the getting the families getting together, going out, going 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 down the beach, getting in the water and uh, swimming. Some people do it, but I just have this feeling from what I know about this area, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. That more people need to maybe maybe take that step or uh, um, just just try it and see what they what they benefit from the experience. I know. 
what I've noticed with a few people that have started doing the, the cold water this year especially is that they can now do it with their family mm-hmm. especially when their kids are already going in the sea mm-hmm. uh, and it's mm-hmm. usually the parents that just like stay dry mm-hmm. stay safe stay warm yeah but now they're like mum's awesome she's <laughs> coming in the sea with us yeah. and so and it's also an amazing experience for them to bond over too like oh yeah sharing that Rather than, you know, it just being a distant thing and where's mum or she's just on the beach sitting down. Oh, yeah. Uh, father or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, that is... Uh, it's quite common now still in, like, Scandinavian countries mm-hmm. and more Eastern European mm-hmm. countries. You know, it's still common. They'll go have a... Use a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> and cut a, yeah. a, a larger, like, little pool. Mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to go swimming or dunking. Well, they, they, they cut, cut a hole in the ice, don't they? Yeah. They cut a hole in the ice and they, they, they jump in. I've, I've seen the, the videos on, on the internet. And uh, um, I also have some friends because I spent some time out there as well in that part of the world. So um, the, the cold water lakes for swimming in, in that part of the world are quite incredible. And it's not something that people really think of doing in in this part of the world or it's not it, it's not in my mentality it's not in the way that i was brought up and i was brought up here um but it's still something that's that allows people to connect with nature and there's there's even scientific evidence now that doing things like standing in standing in a cold shower for 10 to 15 seconds in the morning actually does something to activate the body and the mind that would not be there in your day otherwise it's, it, it wakes you up to another level. And it's not just the shock of it being being cold. It's the whole experience of challenging yourself to do something that's just a little bit uncomfortable. And um, I, I, I gave a presentation on, uh, on, on business last year. And um, at the end of the presentation, there were three things you can do every day to improve the quality of your life. And one of those three things was uh, 10 seconds in the shower, mm-hmm. in the morning, wow. flick the switch from hot to cold. <laughs> if you can survive those 10 seconds in that cold, then there's nothing else in your day that's going to be more challenging than that. So you're already one step ahead of everybody else. Amazing. And uh, that would relate to that. Yeah. yeah, that would that would that was one of them. The the, the second thing was um, um, get rid of your chairs, have a standing desk in your office, and uh, you know have full mobility in your body and keep yourself active. And uh, I can't remember what the third one was, but but that's okay because there's lots of ways. I'm intrigued about the, the stand-up desk though. Yeah. Um, so I I would imagine I would start to like put too much weight on my left foot and uh-huh. bounce to my right foot. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of it say being a a, a running machine. Oh yeah. Type yeah. scenario, walking yeah. machine. Oh yeah, those those are great. That, or even a cycle bike. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, the, the the desk with the bike there. You don't have to cycle or um, even you know. You, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I did. We're going way off track here, but I don't care. Let's just go wherever the conversation goes. So um, I got the got the exercise bike, bought a one of those heavy duty music stands, you know, for like for musical notes. So I stand it in front of the exercise bike, and I put my computer on it. Right, so I can be on the exercise bike. And still be like checking my emails and doing stuff. I know people can do that on their phone as well. They can, yeah. they can, and and it's just, it's just a simple little thing. And it, with the stand, I can, I can, it, I can take it anywhere, and just have a standing desk. 
so I can take it from any room to any room wherever I want to work and because um, you know I live in one flat with my family sometimes there's a lot of chaos in one room and you know there's a lot going on so I'll just like oh, I'll just move my desk <laughs> just pick up the stand and I'll go to another room and it, it, it simple way to solve the problem and when you're the the difference between being active and passive is massive yeah eight hours a day sitting in front of your computer and the body position is is slightly unnatural um uh you know compare that to if you did you wouldn't do eight hours a day at the beginning of course you know because you'd be tiring but you'd build it up step by step just like the shower Right, you do it for I'll do it for one second, and then two seconds, and then three seconds. You sort of build it up. So like I'll do half an hour, and then next week maybe an hour, and you build it up over a period of time, and then you've got a completely new habit there. So uh, step by step. That's great. So that was um, that, that, that's almost that was probably the most unhappiest I've been mm-hmm. in a working scenario was when I was working for myself and spent so much time in front of a computer every day mm-hmm. six seven days a week mm-hmm. and yeah i was was very demoralized from lack of mobility oh yeah down so much oh yeah and I, for me i think better when i'm when, I, when i'm when i'm active when i'm moving it just works it works for me and i think it works i've seen it work for other people as well or change change the chair for one of those big exercise balls yeah, change the chair for one of those big exercise balls. So you're 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 not conscious of it in your brain, but your but your brain is constantly working to balance your body while you're sitting on the exercise ball. So it, so your 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 subconscious mind is still moving, and the core. Yep, that's it. Exactly right. Uh, the, the the core is working, and uh, and you don't have to again. You don't have to do it all the time. If you just do that, like for for half an hour or an hour a day, it mm-hmm. does does make a difference and those 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 little things build up to a big thing like um just going in the water for for a short period of time uh, in the day can can change the outlook of the whole day and if you can get sort of beyond that challenge and if you can do it in a safe way you know don't just go to the end of the pier and sure, yeah. <laughs> jump important to mention yeah yeah be yeah safe. yeah be yeah yeah be safe because um i was um i was out on the beach the other the other day with my um with, with my kids the first day we were out on the beach and we uh, we just had our shorts on and we went in the water a little bit and it was cold and then we decided not to go in and you know you got that mental thing in your head where you either make the decision or I either do it or I don't, and my brain was like, no, I'm not doing it. And uh, the next day we were out in wetsuits, and that was uh, it's too easy. You know, it's, you don't you don't feel the environment at all. Now it makes it comfortable if you're going out surfing or you're yeah. working out in that environment. You can stay out for yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfectly, perfectly understandable. It it it, it does its job. Right, right, really well. So I'm out there with uh, I was out there with my daughter and her wetsuit, me and my wetsuit, and we were in the water. And I turn around and look, and there's this crazy guy walking down the middle of the river, uh, right out towards the sea. There's this crazy guy, and he's got his—he's holding something. He's trying not to get it wet, and he's got his hands above his head. And I'm thinking, what is? And not—not uh, not in a wetsuit, of course, just obviously wearing shorts, and just what is wading through the river and then trying to get out onto the beach, holding up these things. But you any idea who that was? <laughs> Yeah, it turned out to be me. 
<laughs> yeah, unbeknown to us both, like that was yeah. our first yeah. meeting yeah. a few days before. Yeah. So I seen you, yeah. I was like trying to keep my tripod dry. Yeah. <laughs> trying not to drop all your equipment in the, Let me, uh, in the river. river. Take me out to see. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I spotted you and like, I gave uh, you a wave. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, there's another one of these crazy, crazy local people here. <laughs> and uh, no, I was actually, I was, I was really respecting what it was you were doing because you have to respect people who are doing something that that you can't do or you don't know how to do, right? You've got to have some respect for 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 people when when they're doing that. And I was like, well, that's kind of a, a cool. That's kind of cool that he's doing that. And then my brain is like, I wonder why he's doing that. I wonder if there's some like like, like super purpose that he's got. And I couldn't quite see. It. it looked like he had a tripod or something in in your hands. I was like, maybe he's trying to get out onto the special part of the beach to take some nice pictures or something like that. I, I don't. What, what what were you what were you doing? Well, yeah, it turned out that I. I, I that my GoPro was attached to that tripod. Okay. The GoPro is waterproof. Oh wow. But the tripod. <laughs> so I was making an effort to keep that part specifically dry. All oh, right, right. Um, because it's you know the legs, there's chambers, it's full of air, so yeah. once you get water in there, it'd be a bit of pain. Um, so yeah, I went on the beach, and the beach was quiet, as you'd imagine. Mm-hmm. East Beach, yep. bridge is shut, and it yeah, was people amazing. can't. people can't get to the beach because the bridge is closed because it is old and broken and yeah. <laughs> fallen down. Yeah, it's in disrepair at the moment. And so, I did see two people on the beach. They were mm-hmm. for a walk, um, and then there was myself, and it was amazing to be mm-hmm. there because it's mm-hmm. it is my favourite beach, mm-hmm. and. So I used the GoPro, mm-hmm. I filmed myself walking down the beach, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a little film about it, mm-hmm. um, and the GoPro, the, the video camera does slow motion, oh, wow. so it can do 240 frames a second, Wow. Um, an average normal video is 30 frames, so mm-hmm. eight times slower than normal mm-hmm. speed. So I filmed some underwater droplets oh wow on the water. so I will piece that all together into just a little little video with music oh wow that that is that is the true creative artist from my perspective you're not just creating art you're experimenting with life you're you're it, it's it's not just a photo it's a whole experience involved in it there's there's the you're building a, a narrative and a story into into the whole process, and you know that's uh, that that makes a difference. It makes a difference. It, 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 there's a difference between just well, I'll just stand here and take a picture from a distance, and, then, and or making the effort to get up close to something, and uh, also have the the vision to do that as well is. Uh, is, is quite incredible because not everybody has that has that 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 vision. So, what inspired you to do that? Well, I love doing that, mm-hmm. getting in the sea. Mm-hmm. I love looking at the skies and the horizon and the beach and whatever year, time of year mm-hmm. it's there's a positive within whatever weather conditions it is. Mm-hmm. You might feel it looks a bit drab and overcast when you're mm-hmm. at your house or looking out the window, mm-hmm. but get outside on the beach in a forest 
and you'll realize it's a completely positive mm -hmm. experience. I love nature. Mm -hmm. Nature has been a massive, life-changing mm -hmm. relationship mm -hmm. that I've I discovered as a teenager. And I feel like I want to share that. Mm -hmm. I want to share that to perhaps inspire other people to, to realize how beautiful this area is, mm -hmm. to discover that, yeah, there is something beyond my four walls. There is a, there is a, a vast resource of inspiration in the outdoor world. And I have noticed that a lot of people, especially natives to this area, they often don't go outdoors too much mm -hmm. mm -hmm. to walk or for a walk in the forest. It's just, it doesn't even compute. Mm -hmm. And I find that really shocking and sad. Mm -hmm. But it also like activates my curiosity to wonder mm -hmm. why. Mm -hmm. Why is it that so many mm -hmm. people, especially yeah. the locals, don't have that Mm -hmm. uh, you know connection with mm -hmm. this beautiful beautiful land mm -hmm. I think part of that is when you live with something that becomes familiar to you you don't see it anymore um, like any any object that's that's say around your house or whatever if you're used to seeing it you don't even look at it anymore because you know what it is and you know that it's there it's the same dilemma that um, that happens when tourists come to a region where the tourists do more and as a result learn more than the people who actually live there. I mean, the people who live there, maybe they got inside information, maybe they know a bit more about things, but the tourists come with no prejudice, yeah, with, without, any, without expecting to like or, or, or dislike or without knowing everything about what's there. And then they go out and they, they learn more and they see more and um, that, that's what makes travel great. But it also means that uh, when you're living in a place, you're like, I know this street. You know, it's been here forever. It probably will be here forever. Uh, you see, you have your routines, your habits. And um, the, the right habits will transform your life incredibly. Um, but if keeping exactly the same habits without integrating anything new, that, that, that can kill people. Right. They could they, they could die without the integration of new things, which is again is where art comes into comes into life. It's uh, it's bringing life to life. It's recognizing the important things. It's seeing what's there without local people to remind people of how beautiful everything is. It you know they might they might just not see it anymore. You know when 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 you can wake up every day and uh, walk down the street and at the end of the street see a beautiful sunrise or a beautiful sunset or a golden colored sandy beach and the Lossy Mouth Beach here is one of the top 10 beaches in Scotland, might be one of the top five most beautiful, I don't know specifically, um, but it's, it, it's culturally very important, it's historically very important and it just it just kind of gets lost like, uh, like it does in a lot of towns. People are attracted to, the, to whatever is new and they forget about the beauty that they have right there. Um, well, that's that's my experience. Anyway, what's yours? It's it's really important that I state that there is a lot of locals that 
really appreciate where they live and mm-hmm. what's on their doorstep and love this place mm-hmm. and that's awesome but yeah I was just making a, a comparison to me being an outsider mm-hmm. and I think it's quite common often that people that didn't weren't born here maybe were from somewhere else and came mm-hmm. here as a boy I was quite gutted I come from the centre of Manchester Mm -hmm. deep in the city to this place and it was a bit like meh I didn't understand it it's a Mm -hmm. completely different way of life Mm -hmm. but yeah my parents were always taking us to the beach always outdoors and then yeah started to as a teenager started oh, I got into photography mm-hmm. I got my first camera and that was an amazing tool to start looking mm-hmm. and I started to look at what was around me mm-hmm. look at the clouds mm-hmm. go for a walk on the beach mm-hmm. started to see things that I hadn't seen before mm-hmm. so I, photography and a camera is mm-hmm. an amazing tool that mm-hmm. can help you see beyond what you might normally look at Mm-hmm. what your attention is usually at focused on with a camera it's up to you to choose to choose how you use it but you can use it to okay I want to make a good shot a mm-hmm. shot that I'm interested in mm-hmm. and that can then start leading you to search and to find and discover things in just the day-to-day mm-hmm. that are appealing that mm-hmm. give you a little spark of interest mm-hmm. perk you up mm-hmm. maybe even give you a good photograph mm-hmm. and that can open up a whole world of creativity mm-hmm. and discovering wow I made that uh-huh. yeah. and that leads on to I made this too yep. and that can build on self esteem build on the richness of enjoying your life with mm-hmm. a simple tool like a camera for example and starting to appreciate what is around you. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think it's very interesting that you you point out that doing something leads to you doing something else or something extra or something more, that uh, creativity leads to more creativity. You just do one thing to change one thing, and then that changes something else, and it sort of creates a, creates a domino effect. And the, the, the artist or the creator is is doing that constantly yeah I, I, and I think that everyone has a little bit of an artist in inside of them everyone has that element of creativity whether it's uh, you know with a with a camera or uh, in the kitchen with with cooking or uh, finding a new way to train if you're doing some kind of sports activity or something even whilst you're talking Mm-hmm. how you you don't necessarily every person you meet you don't have a list of dialogue and sentences mm-hmm. you're going to say to that person mm-hmm. you know you are you are improvising mm-hmm. the moment yep. based on your emotions and and the the dynamic and the interaction you know mm-hmm. it is like musicians jamming yeah but in a very day-to-day normal way yeah if 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 the song is played in exactly the same way every time, it becomes pointless, meaningless. It has no feeling. It has no emotion. 
in it. And the, that element of improvisation is uh, is key. Uh, from the work that I've done on podcasts before, it's really interesting to me that no two conversations are the same. Two people, the same two people can sit down and try to discuss the same subject in the same way they did before, but every conversation is going to be different. And, uh, and that's that's the beauty of being human, I think, is, 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 is that difference. You don't get that from machines. We're not going to get that from so-called artificial intelligence, which from my perspective is a kind of oxymoron because uh, if you're artificial, you're not really intelligent. So I think that, uh, that, that human beings have this amazing ability to invent and reinvent with everything that's, that's around about them. And they do it. They, they do it without realizing it. They do it in their conversations every day. They do it in, and um, you know, somebody in a business might improve their workflow. Somebody might, in, a, in a family might uh, do it by um, spending more time with their kids. And uh, and I don't know. Maybe it's my it's on my mind because it's my my son's birthday today, and it's uh, it's like I'm thinking about oh, how can I make the day different how can I make it more interesting how can I make it even more special than the, than the other days and so this uh, it's a, it, it's creativity that has a kind of uh, beauty to it and uh, in one of our conversations from from the other day uh, there was a recognition that uh, the creative as a word talking about language creative as a word has changed from being an adjective to a noun it used to describe people. So the, we used to have creative people. Now we say, oh, he's our creative or she's our creative. The language has changed because I think we've recognized how important creation is. And uh, even th- that's a deep topic to go, <laughs> to go into, you know, the whole element of, of, of creation there. And, and the artist is at the core. I think that people don't realize it, but the artist in many ways, is at the core of all transformation in society. They're, they're right there at the center. And it might be disguised as, as it might be, be cloaked as a business or something, but you can't have a business without being involved in some element of creativity, whether it's from scheduling the uh, who's going to work at what time and in what way or where are you going to put the objects in your in your, in your shop so that uh, people see them more there, there's it, it it's constantly happening and uh, and people and everyone's got that ability and they need to tune into it i think personally i didn't really realize i was a creative person mm-hmm. until i left high school and that's when i discovered painting mm-hmm. and a few years later writing poetry and got really deep into photography mm-hmm. and then a knee injury led me to like do less physical activities mm-hmm. and then I started making music mm-hmm. in my, my 20s and these were really really positive mediums mm-hmm. to, to give it a go and find out what you can do um, don't limit yourself to mm-hmm. what you think you are or who you think you are because that might confine you to not trying certain things because oh 
you don't make music because or you can't or I'm I'm just a, a painter or mm-hmm. I'm a joiner mm-hmm. or I'm a dentist mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. I can't do those things I that's that's really sad don't don't put yourself in a box um, and a, a specific identity because it's it will confine you um, I I I made up a saying 20 years ago and I really like it and it's I know who I am through not knowing and mm-hmm. that allows me to just keep options open mm-hmm. to keep exploring mm-hmm. and I think it's really important that we don't define ourselves too specifically mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and for me creativity has been a positive experience and mm-hmm. a positive exploration it's helped me um, build up my self-esteem um, build up my self-worth realize that I can do things beyond what I thought I could have done mm-hmm. um, realize that oh my goodness I can write a song mm-hmm. I can sing mm-hmm. and I understand that I, it is my innate ability or my innate interest is to be creative it's not I'm not good at accountancy I'm not good at uh, writing a CV or an essay mm-hmm. I, I luckily I have made an effort to discover what I'm good at what really brings mm-hmm. my interest and love for life mm-hmm. and it is being creative not everybody just just some people are not going to be interested in these things that's just uh, that's just a fact you know it's not for everybody but there'll be some people out there that might not have found what they're into or what gives them passion in life um, and so it's it's important to just keep exploring mm-hmm. yeah ex- explore reality that's what that's what it's there for people want to I think sometimes in the modern world they want they want to dive into fantasy and escapism and uh, there's there's enough that we don't understand about reality to keep us busy for a long period of time if we want to go down that road I think it's a choice that uh, people have to make yeah it's interesting to have the perspective all I know is that I don't know it's um, it really does keep a uh, keep a door open I think when we realize that we only ever maybe understand one percent of what's going on at any at any point in time if we realize if we stop for a second and we realize there is more that we don't know than what we do know if we just stop for a sec we're 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 not and for sure we have people who know who spend time studying subjects and they know more than other people and um, they've got to have the respect for putting the time and effort and energy into learning subjects and skills but there's always more that we don't know than what we do know if we can stop for a second and realize that then I think that removes a lot of the fear a lot of the anxiety a lot of the conflict a lot of the problems uh, that it that that exists in the world because we then realize that we need we need to learn we've got to uh, we've got to put an an effort into into being better to uh, uh, to try to move forward and uh, something that's been on my mind recently is just the principle of uh, 
making things better requires being slightly different. It requires uh, not being the same as everybody else. It requires embracing every single ability that that we have and every single disability as another form of ability that makes us different that we can highlight because there's there's people with there's people with no arms and no legs who are out there giving motivational speeches about improving the quality of life and if they can do it there's a hell of a lot more that we all could be doing to each feed into each other's lives and and improve the quality there. And what what you also said about limits is really important. Don't don't limit yourself. People people put labels on things and they think they understand them. Like as you mentioned, like oh he's a joiner or she's an accountant or uh, they're a teacher and we give them a label and we think we understand them. But life's far more complex than that. If you've got a bottle of water on a table, you can say, well, there's a bottle with water on the table, but that's just not taking into account the room that you're in, who built the table, all those little molecules that are there, making up every little object that's there. We give it a name and then we ignore it because we think we understand it, but there's always so much more that we need to learn. And we we can learn that from looking at nature's constant creativity. Um, Every sunrise, it's different. It's different. (laughs) Years ago, one of my many crazy artistic business ideas was, I'm just going to go around and take pictures of the sky. (laughs) It's it's beautiful, and it's never the same, ever, ever. And it's, it's, it's like a, sometimes, because it's windy in this part of the world, it's just like a rolling movie. Yeah, and um, I think everybody who appreciates art and life, you know, understands the beauty of just taking like five or ten minutes to watch a sunrise or a sunset, um, or uh, look at the as as kids do, look at the shapes of clouds drifting drifting across the sky. Not that people should forget about what they need to do every every day, but um, um, you know, just take a take a step back and take a breather. Every now and then. Yeah, it's not often that easy, though, is it? It's mm-hmm. you know, life. It's, life does get in the way, or responsibilities mm-hmm. more so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I think especially then that's important to make make time. Oh yeah, life. Um, the year before this, mm-hmm. I was working six days a week mm-hmm. most of the year, and I was happy, but. I didn't have enough time for myself. Mm-hmm. And when I got like three days off at Christmas, I spent most of that time yawning, mm-hmm. and just like emotionally, energetically, just exhausted, mm-hmm. just from mm-hmm. not having any little moments rest to go, what's happening? What are you up to? How are you doing? As in speaking to myself, like, yep. I hadn't spent time to check in and be like, is this right? Should mm-hmm. I have been doing this? Six mm-hmm. days a week for most of the year, and it's hectic over Christmas as well for like six weeks. And, but yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, sometimes just life gets in the way. Your responsibilities, being an adult, yep, isn't always the easiest. Oh, things, uh, th- things, things that we have to do. But um, I think we all have choice, and we all have to make decisions, and we kind of have to decide which challenges we're prepared to take on. 
and um, just in speaking with people running businesses recently, um, there's not one person running the business who hasn't stopped at some point and thought, "Oh my God, why am I doing this? I, I can't, I can't, I can't face this anymore. I can't do it. I'm going to give up." But they persevere. They persevere, realizing that on the other side of the uh, the adversity is the challenge that that's necessary to 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 get you to the next level of life to get you to to give you the information that you need to, to progress to be better as a person and uh it's it's something that um very very often doesn't appear in thing, in places like school you mentioned uh, that uh, you didn't find that creative element of yourself really in school it came later uh, and I, we're, which which is interesting because we're not going to find any answers to any questions if we're not slightly creative in the way that we approach it and uh, I don't I, I don't remember there being a subject in school called creativity <laughs> yeah. and I, I don't remember getting any good marks for creativity <laughs> I like um, this uh, this thought on the subject of creativity has been mulling around in my mind for uh, for many years decade plus um, but being described as like solutionism okay Mm-hmm. Like finding solutions to things, to to problems, to mm-hmm. you know, to make things better. You're writing a piece of music. How do you keep it interesting? Mm-hmm. You have to answer those questions. You have mm-hmm. to come up with solutions mm-hmm. um, that work for you. So yeah, a subject on creativity or solutions. Oh yeah, that, the positive, <laughs> the negative, turning it, flipping it. Yeah, a problem solving without a specific answer, because I think there's there, there's a million ways to do everything. There, there's uh, everybody does the same activity slightly different, and there's nothing specifically wrong with that, right? If we all sat down to write a book about the same subject, each book would be different, because uh, that's that's the way the human mind sparks sparks off. It's the way that it works. What do you, what do you do to keep yourself creative right now at the moment? I, I'm mainly doing photography. Mm-hmm. I am. A lot of my time is also spent trying to build a a brand around mm-hmm. two specific areas. One is landscape photography. Mm-hmm under the the brand name Moray Jewel mm-hmm. and secondly portrait photography mm-hmm. under the name Nate Portraits mm-hmm. and what keeps me going creatively outside of those two is making a little bit of time to make some music and I have been spending time strengthening my voice I have seen a, a local uh, singing vocal teacher, um, but it's more convenient that I use an app on my phone, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. It's paid for itself. It, if it's expensive, <laughs> it's like 40 plus pounds, but often a teacher is 10 pounds an hour or yeah. up to 25, 30. So it's paid for itself and it's fantastic. So. The aim of me doing these vocal training is so I can start recording. Mm-hmm. I can start recording audio and video. Mm-hmm. Video of me singing either my own songs mm-hmm. or other people's. Um, 
so yeah, one of the aims is to sing other people's songs mm-hmm. so that there is a comparison. There's a comparison mm-hmm. to me, to the mm-hmm. original artist. Yeah. How good can I sing? Mm-hmm. So hence why I'm training. Yeah. <laughs> just so I can make sense. I can hit those those high notes, for example. Because mm-hmm. one of my favorite artists is Jeff Buckley. Mm-hmm. And he's I've learned a lot on how to sing by replicating, by trying mm-hmm. to emulate singing with him. Mm-hmm. And his songs uh, touch mm-hmm. on some really, really difficult mm-hmm. high notes, especially. Yeah. Um, but I find that really gripping. It, it, mm-hmm. it ignites my interest in a song if it was just easy. Well, where's the challenge in that? Yeah. So it really invokes and activates my emotions through those vocal range challenges. And yeah, I'm just yeah deeply in love with his music. Yeah, anyone who hasn't heard the album Grace, I'm going to say the same thing again and again. If you haven't, you haven't lived, if you, if you haven't... Uh, sat down and listened to Grace a couple of times and uh, you're not human if it doesn't touch your heart <laughs> in, uh, in in some way and and sadly only only the good die young right I think he only he only got that one full album out in his in his lifetime a um, couple of other good recordings though I believe yeah. isn't there a cafe sessions yeah. There's a cafe set. Yeah. I can't remember Sinead. what it's called. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That's Sinead, perhaps. I think I think that's the name. Yeah. People Sinead need. Was a cafe in New York mm. that he used to frequent and mm. kind of found attention mm-hmm. and interest from mm-hmm. bigger big labels. Um, he also has an, another album. Um, I think it's called Sketches for mm-hmm. My Sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And there's about a dozen songs on that, mm-hmm. and there's some. Amazing ones. Yeah, that, that that that's the stuff that was sort of unfinished, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, very good chance. Yeah, because it was generally him and a guitar. Yeah. Not a full piece, because Grace was a three-piece. Jeff and the yeah. drummer and the bass player, and the three of them. My goodness. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, epic. And and um, you know, sometimes it takes a while for the art to filter through the systems that, that we have and um, you know did two things that are interesting about that uh, that uh, he covered Hallelujah on, uh, on on that album originally it was done by Leonard Cohen, Len, Len, Leonard Cohen but the the Buckley version is considered the version yeah yeah so yeah Leonard yeah. wrote the song mm-hmm. in the 90s perhaps Jeff released it on Grace mm-hmm. in, in 97 mm-hmm. And that no. was the, the, the version mm-hmm. that has gone on to become, you know, hundreds of covers all over the world. Oh, yeah, and yeah. In the UK, we had like a pop idol, mm-hmm. X Factor mm-hmm. um, star that released it at Christmas. And I think mm-hmm. it could have been number one. Mm-hmm. And it was the Jeff Buckley version. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, there, there's a lot to explore in that era. There's a lot to explore in there. There's so much good music, so little time to... Uh, to, to fit it fit it all in and uh, maybe maybe with um, 
maybe with access and the modern world and technology, maybe there's there's opportunity now for people to go out and discover this great art that they didn't have an opportunity to find before. Everything from uh, you know the access through to music applications to to downloading things from the internet to be able to walk through virtual galleries if you can't get there in person. You know, there, there's there's so much opportunity, and it's creators who are creating the opportunity for other creators to create as well. So, so that there's so much good stuff being done that uh, it's a good time in which to to live. I think Indeed it is. I think it is. I, I use technology when I'm making music, mm-hmm. um, or I end my photography or video mm-hmm. with a computer and software. Yeah. And regarding the music, I usually don't play an instrument in the in the classical sense or the, the more I don't play guitar, I don't play piano, um, I don't play maracas. I make my music with a computer mm-hmm. and external hardware. So there's a there's a, there's a box in front mm-hmm. of me. It's got buttons and, mm-hmm. and dials and uh, switches and I press them and I can make music live or I can produce music on a timeline and the the device in front of me that is great because it takes me away from just using a mouse yeah it gets me more involved in the process oh yeah and for artists all this virtual technology that's that's coming out now with uh, a lot of uh um, immersive three-dimensional art and not only just being used yeah with headsets and uh, not, not just being used to do things like uh, paint pictures or make music but to do things like design buildings and, and engineer cars and uh, it, it's quite it's quite fantastic what's going on and uh, there's, there's there's a lot to look forward to in that area I tried VR for the first time mm-hmm. a few months ago met a guy at Inverness Airport, uh, he knew my dad, he lived mm. in Rossi, he mm. was going offshore to work on a boat at Holland, mm. and so he uh, passed me this box, he's mm. like, you like gadgets, don't you? And I was like, yeah. I opened it up and it was a, a virtual reality headset. Mm-hmm. Wow. And this new version, it doesn't need a computer, everything is in the headset, so there's mm. no cables coming from it, even the two handheld devices, mm-hmm. They're wireless, mm-hmm. and immediately I'm in a room. Mm-hmm. I, I'm in an elevator. I go mm-hmm. up, and it feels real. Wherever you move your head, that yeah. virtual room mm-hmm. or space still moves with you, so it it stays static whilst your head changes position. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. You have uh, that. You have that at home? No. Oh, okay. But it that one is called the. Oculus Quest. Okay. And it got me thinking that mm. in terms of, you know, sitting at a computer mm-hmm. or standing, perhaps that is going to be a, a way to be more physical mm-hmm. in using a computer, yeah. for example. Yep. It's yeah, it's Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of things uh, a lot of things to look forward to. I want to be really respectful of your time today, and I want to say thank you very much for uh, coming in, sitting down, sharing all these uh, great ideas. Where can people catch up with you if they want more information about your creative work? Uh, there is a, 
page on Facebook and Facebook's been a great place for me to, to build some attention to the work mm-hmm. I do. The the main page is Moray Jewel, mm-hmm. as in the jewel of Moray. Mm-hmm. A jewel like a diamond. Mm-hmm. And that's where I put my landscape for photographs of mm-hmm. the Moray area, mm-hmm. further afield, and I share parts about me going in the sea mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah, all that good stuff. And also when we do some events or some sea dips, mm-hmm. there's a regular sea dip that goes on a Monday at 9 a.m. at the West Beach. And there's also one... Monday, 9 a.m., West Beach. I'm programming my own brain <laughs> to get there. Sounds like a good idea to me. And there's a few locals that started their own sea dipping group called mm. Lossy Cod Heads. Okay. They're on Facebook. <laughs> As that name, Lossy Cod Heats. And don't ask me how to uh, correctly spell Heats. <laughs> Nobody does. They're on there. They meet up usually, regularly, Sunday, 11 a.m., West Beach. Wow. People are doing things. Yeah. It's great. The great th- another positive thing is there's the East, there's the West Beach Cafe, the mm-hmm. Ponderosa. Mm-hmm. They do amazing coffees. Uh-huh. They do bulletproof coffee. Uh-huh. Uh, great bake, bacon rolls, mm-hmm. vegetarian options, Scottish breakfasts, lovely, lovely people too. And on a Sunday, and if it's a nice day, there's sometimes a salsa class that happens mm-hmm. just on the decking outside. Oh, wow. On a Sunday, yeah. Wow. Um, lots of good stuff going down at the West Beach. Fantastic. Is there something that the community or people in the community could do to be more supportive to artists within the community? I think that would take somebody actually with a bit of sway uh, to change things because, I mean, perspectively, you know, it's easier to change your mind than to physically shift things. You know, you'd have to create an event, for example. Um... So, um, it's if easy. somebody had money, mm-hmm. then perhaps it would be great to showcase the creativity of local people. They could be still in school. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're a budding artist, very talented. There's a guy in Elgin that's extremely talented called, and he goes by the name Mada, Mada Art. Mm-hmm. Lovely guy. Mm-hmm. He often... He, predominantly focuses on like comic art mm-hmm. um, started off with an iPad Pro and now he's leading on to using a computer and he's pushing it he's got the support from his mum I especially know and he was at the Comic Con at Murray College mm-hmm. a few months ago mm-hmm. so perhaps we need more exhibition op- opportunities uh, fairs Fairs yeah. to share your wares, yeah. so to speak, or, <laughs> or even for musicians, you know, yeah. like musicians to sh- share what they do, you know, in Absolutely. Event, for example. Absolutely. Um, all good ideas. So, um, people out there, 
get your act together, um, set up something, um, get involved, get involved, get out, get out to venues, get out to places, uh, get out in the get out in the fresh air. Maybe uh, maybe you'll catch up with Nate if you see some guy wading through the <laughs> river half, half naked. <laughs> It's uh, it's probably him, <laughs> right? Um, I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get you to take me out and do some of these activities because yeah. uh, 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 sitting and talking about it is 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 fantastic, but it's it's not where it should end, right? Sure. It, it, so I'm gonna I'm definitely. It's so gonna, hot and cozy here yep. in this room. It's actually too hot. <laughs> so maybe maybe we can finish with a dip in the sea right now all possibility all arg what do i what do i say to that um oh my goodness i have to um uh i have to say that all possibilities are possible i've got to check it with my son because it's it's his, sure. it's his birthday and i've got to check what uh, what he needs but um i'm not adverse to that experience um definitely not um and i know that uh, my, my day will be brighter and better and more beautiful for, for, for at least making the effort. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Tune in. Let's see what birthday boy wants to do. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll um, hey, guys, tune in later to find out what exactly <laughs> happened. And, uh, and, um, and, and, and that's it. Thank you very much for coming in today. I really Pleasure, appreciate man. the time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Maiden Buddy is a product of the Academy of Language Therapy and Life Coaching. Book a free online personal or professional development consultation today. What are you waiting for?